and welcome to Toronto Ultra's Merck and Maven podcast. Uh, we've uh, we've been away for a while. I'm sorry, but it comes down to a couple of things. Listen, we had a few episodes <laughs> left around of the year. We're hoping we've got a lot more coming to you for the next season. But also, Joe is now a daddy. I am. I am now. That was a, a surprise. Um, came early, <laughs> six weeks early. Mo and I were in the doctor's office yesterday, uh, just getting him checked up with his pediatrician. And we're like, wow, you're still supposed to be pregnant. Like, it's like not even, you know, her due date was like early December, December 7th. And yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, he came uh, when MW2 released uh, that Friday, 1028. So he, you know, he put my life into the, uh, into a spin class pretty much. It's been, it's been crazy, but it's been uh, amazing. Wife's healthy. He's healthy. Um, You know, you're obviously missing me a lot more, but I am. here we are. Here we are. Do you think there was a missed opportunity? Uh, we're going to talk about this later, but it also was the day that Scump announced his retirement. Do you think there was an opportunity missed to name your child Scump? <laughs> I, um, that one, I'm not too sure on it. What I'm kind of hoping is like, maybe there's some like space jam magic, like where maybe through something, the, his talent is going to transform and move over to Theo. You never know. It might happen. Yeah. It might happen. But outside that, I mean, we've just been kind of chilling, watching, <laughs> watching, watching the world, ch- uh, world cup. You've been trying to like figure out your life. Cause I'm sure it's yeah. just been an absolute, absolute whirlwind. Uh, then we head into wars on each morning to game, which has been a whirlwind. We'll, we'll talk about as well, but I think we're just getting ready for the, the season to get started and life get back to normal. Like this has just been, at least for me, like I know you've had responsibilities with the wife and child, but it's just been like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, like, well, what's what's crazy about it is, like, I had, like, this plan, like, November, like, the new game's releasing, Warzone's releasing, yeah. we're gonna have events, like, I was gonna grind and then probably take, like, two to three weeks off around Christmas, you know, get the house ready, that just didn't happen, um, so lots of, <laughs> lots of catching up, obviously, you know, I had to make sure my wife was all good, yeah, it got wild, it got wild, so still trying to figure out life but let me tell you it's it's something uh but yeah you're just taking care of your puppies since that's all done the world cup and the dogs and playing games yeah yeah so it's been an interesting couple of well i don't even know what was the last episode like six weeks ago yeah it's been a while while. almost two months yeah i think the last thing we did yeah we sort of like last episode started to touch on a lot of the key moves when it came to roster mania. And, you know, we had two episodes left with regards to kind of this, this year. And we were sort of waiting like towards the pilot, closer, the pilot season. Yeah. We were, we were sort of waiting towards closer to launch and everything going on to be ready for the season. Now here, here we are. And I think we'll be doing another episode after the first major is the plan as of now. And then hopefully a lot more uh, following that as we're figuring that out, but screw it. Let's get into things. We got a lot to touch on. Um, I guess we can start sort of with just, initial game thoughts now that it's out uh, we can get into some of the cdl stuff as well but where do you want to start with uh the game it's been kind of as crazy as your life has been i feel like the same tornado has hit uh the, just the cdl side of stuff with the launch well you know let's put a positive thing out uh i mean it made a billion dollars in a week yeah <laughs> um it, obviously the mo- anytime the modern warfare name is attached to call of duty you can tell everyone is is going crazy at it i, I you know I think even like black ops is kind of similar. Like it just feels like as soon as that name is attached, like those fan bases, Treyarch fan bases, infinity war fan bases, they go nuts. Uh, they go absolutely nuts. Um, and this one didn't. Yeah. It, obviously it's, I don't know. Was it, is it the number one in a week? Like it set like the, 
record for the most sold in a week or something yeah uh it, it, it was it a might lot. have been might have been all time or since a certain title i forget but yes yeah. i, I kind of stopped following that so long ago because it's just like every year it's the case it's like number one game of the year number one sale of the year <laughs> i was like all right I, I sort of stopped caring at this point but <laughs> yeah it did um, what it does best it did what it does oh, best i mean that's it's so big that at least i mean this isn't you know, a topic we need to dive far into but with everything about like the you know the whole microsoft maybe purchasing activision blizzard and like all this stuff around that battle there like todd's at the center of it for a lot of it because it's just it's so yeah. it's so massive when it comes to how much money it makes it's just crazy of all of all the games across all the platforms everything like i feel like that's the one that's like popped up a lot because it's just yeah it did. It's they're like we promise you we're still gonna sell cod on yeah. playstation like we <laughs> promise like yeah that's it because all that uh all that stuff's going down but i, I mean uh, just initial game thoughts for me with mw2 i mean uh, you know the gunsmith is still a lot to me. There's still a lot going on. I, I, in a way, I like the way you have to use everything to unlock everything, but it, at the same time, it can be a lot. Uh, there's just so many attachments. There's seven barrels that they all say they're doing the same thing, or if they're doing something different, it's just slightly different. Um, so, like, I'm glad we're down to five attachments. Tuning is just, that's a whole nother dimension. Um, Obviously, I, I always think when devs think, okay, what's the next step, right? It's sort of how do we evolve um, and, and tuning was the next thing. But in terms of the game, I mean, maps, well, we'll get to maps a little bit. I don't think maps are the worst. I don't think they're the best, though. Um, Gameplay-wise, I think the time to kill is still just really quick, even for multiplayer. I would love 130 health. Um, that would be awesome to me but this is how mw was this is how vanguard was it just feels like this is i don't know this sort of standard now for uh iw as a developer just super quick time to kill the one thing that's interesting to me i, I don't mind that there's no advanced movement like slide canceling i do miss a little bunny hop i miss something but the one thing for me that still bugs me is sprint out speed times uh it just doesn't feel like cod to me uh when you talk about cod with like you know, quick reaction time. If you can center well, snap on someone while you're sprinting, you can destroy them. That's always how COD's been. In this game, it just feels like if you get caught sprinting, you're toast. Yeah, just to that, like to your point, I mean, the thing I think it's separated COD from a lot of other attempts at console shooters are it's just it's like the smooth movement and gunplay. It's just felt fun yeah. to play and move around the map. That's like if I was asked the number one thing with COD, that is it. Like just how 100%. how smooth it feels and everything. And this one, at times, doesn't feel that way. It just feels like it takes forever to do like anything. Um, but I, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind them sort of going back in time a little bit and trying to be a little bit more tactical. Like I, I don't really, I don't really mind it as much. Like when I first played pubs, I was really worried because I just the audio of it, and I was like, what am I playing? There were decoys everywhere because people were leveling stuff, but a few like tournaments and scrims i've watched i'm less worried like i think it'll get to a place where this will be this will be a really fun year but yeah i agree it's just and, and to real quick touch on like what you said about the guns and stuff like my it's it's weird i'm very torn because i have said for a long time at my core my dream job would be to be like co carnage she's a twitch streamer that just plays rpgs i would literally just play <laughs> mmos and rpgs like they're my favorite thing and what i, I always struggle tell you to go for it i always tell no, you to do it <laughs> what i struggle for with cod is like there isn't that 
progression system where you feel like you're getting stronger, unlocking things or skill trees. Like, I love that stuff. Like the inner nerd in me does. So like, there's part of what they tried to do that like scratches that itch a little bit by using different stuff and progressing to unlock different things. They just went kind of head first, like really just instead of testing the waters or doing like one step, it just, it feels like they just jumped directly off the building and went, went full for it. Um, but I do, well, I do, I do think there is something cool there. I really do. I just think it needs to be reworked a bit and made, made a little more accessible. Maybe I'm not sure. Well, and what I was going to say is what's so funny to me is they push casual, casual, casual. And I think some of this stuff is the most uncasual thing. Like it's the one game where I've truly loaded in. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I've played COD for, I don't even know how many years now. Right. And I'm like, and I play a lot of other games too. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot. I couldn't imagine someone who's like, you know, plays a couple hours after work, like looking at this UI system and in and, and this gunsmith and just being like, uh, like, hello? Like, what yeah. do I use? <laughs> well, I think the UI thing was confusing to a lot of us because, uh, I think there was a release that they hired some people with what from like Hulu or streaming services to like work on it. And at first it'd make a lot of sense to me um, as I've used it more. It's not, not really much of an issue, but once I saw they had the same UI on mobile, then it kind of clicked. Mm. I was like, that makes sense for me. If they wanted it to be cohesive, this does strike me as something that actually would work very well on mobile. So do I feel you have to have the same UI? Not really. But if that was the goal, I kind of get it at least. But at first, I mean, there were a lot of tweets from people like, why, why do we have to go this far with the UI? Like, the UI is pretty ugly, even now. It's still, yeah, I just don't, yeah. it's not even like how it looks. It was more like getting around it. I felt a little like mm. confused at first because it was so different. But now that I've used it more, not, I don't really have the problem too much anymore. But yeah. Well, but see, I, so maybe something still be re reworked. Yeah, I feel I like they're going to find improvements. I just get it because if it was the whole mobile thing, there probably was someone that was like, we want this to all be shared. And I, I, I do get like, I get that mentality. So, whatever yeah. um yeah. We, we want to talk about map controversies a little bit um yeah this so is the headlines early early i mean maps not being in the game um museum is one of them from the beta I, when i thought i was like man this is gonna be a cdl map like i just like the way it played uh you have the raceway which that's i don't know the situation of that there's i saw like maybe someone tweet like maybe after major one it'll be back in the mix um, and that was very scary for the CDL uh, because outside of the maps, listen, Fortress and Embassy are two squares. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, luckily, you have you got Hotel back because Hotel was another one. If we didn't have Hotel, we would be in big trouble, big, yeah, like, big trouble. We'd have like four. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, we'd have what, two control masters, like four hardpoint search or something like that. Like it would have been. It would have been rough. Yeah. And not like standard maps because you have you would have like embassy and, and fortress be these small you know it, almost bocage-esque maps yeah. then you would have mercado which is unique in its own way because mercado you know if you're looking at a codcaster it doesn't play left to right right it plays top to bottom which is so odd the way that it plays and, and then you have hydro um and I was worried about Hydro after watching some scrims. It plays pretty good. But you and I were cracking up because all of these like legal things that you and I have gone through, through with Activision in their lawyers, they're intense. They're tough. They're on the ball. We've had things blocked out from a content in league wise. And we're just like, 
How did this happen? Well, How does this happen? Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I've said this before, that when somebody asked her why something didn't happen or why something was delayed, I've replied and said, I mean, it's nine out of 10 times, it's like a legal or PR thing. Yeah. Is there, they're just very conscious of everything because they're, I mean, Todd gets sued a lot for lots of different things that will happen. That's why you have seven Lockman type guns in the game. And different things like that. Like they're they're very they're very on top like, of it. Not the scar, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, it, that that's just one example of like that is all around like legal concerns. And yeah, I guess we were both just baffled. Like we know how how they are with a lot of stuff. How how are we in this situation post launch? Like, did someone just send it and said screw it, or like was it one of those just sort of ask for forgiveness later scenarios? Or yeah, from devs where they just sent it. Because here, I'll give you guys like a little background story. We, we've had some content series where we're playing the game. And this was during Cold War where, you know, we did a little content series that was a ton of fun, sort of breaking the, the maps down, yeah. being goofy characters with voices. And we're on Checkmate. And in the middle of Checkmate, if you didn't know, it's Air Force One, which you probably didn't even realize, but it's a plane. And we literally had to shoot the video in which way that doesn't show the plane and show that it's Air Force One, because legally they could probably uh, sue or something. I, I don't know. Like, it's to that extent where they're looking at and that seems like a very similar thing, up and like, down. Yeah. Right. So did devs just go for it is kind of what it seems. Did, did they just send it and say, oh, yeah, we're good? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was so insane to me. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, how... How did like they not get the okay or like why? First off, why does it need to replicate the building identically or be named the same thing? Why don't you just change it a bit? Who gives a shit? Like, is there, there's no one that's gonna drop in and be like, "Oh yeah, I went to that museum. This is sick." Like, no one cares. <laughs> it was so odd. Well, and it put the CDL in a really tough spot, and I still yeah. think it has. Yeah. I still think we're probably one good map away. Um, I don't know if Raceway is the answer personally, but maybe it will be better. Uh, I think, you know, for control, 100%, they're, they're, they're missing a map uh, that would be nice. Um, but that was kind of the headlines early. And then there was also this next headline, which was around the CDL settings. Um, and I, I don't know how they are removed for around a week or plus 10 days, but it happened. Uh, season one released and there went the CDL stuff. So this is my this is my guess, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for anyone. It's just just my guess. Um, okay, first off, launches a tornado. There were a million issues, and like it or not, CDL issues are at the bottom of the list with the launch. It's just the way it goes. There's millions of people playing the game. The CDLs around the corner, yes, but there are much bigger concerns to fix. But I I don't know if this is the case, but I know in the past. When it comes to like title updates and major updates, you have to push. If it's not a game that's like technically in beta, especially with console and the Microsoft Sony side, like it has to go through an approval process. And usually it's like, you can only have one every couple of weeks. I don't know the exact timeline, but you can't push yeah. major updates. So my guess is that with season one, whatever major update was pushed broke something. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, oh, we can hot fix it and fix it. It was, we have to wait for the next big update. That, that, is, that is my guess. Um, and maybe that's not even the case at all. Maybe it was just more they were overwhelmed with everything else they had to get to, and that was last on the list. Um, but it's, I mean, it's just insane viewing it within our bubble of the CDL. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you're so close to the league, and the players can't practice. Like, it's insane. But I guess knowing the bigger picture and how many things they're probably trying to tackle, 
I suppose I'm not I'm not that surprised. I, I... Well, this opens up a, a bigger can, right? Because this is what we've talked about. Okay, we got excited that the league is starting earlier, but there was very much a reason why the league normally started around January, February. Um, because I think it's the CDL and competitive side knows, okay, usually the first month of game release is them fixing whatever they have to fix. And it, we're just kind of hoping for, you know, a couple updates here and there, maybe some new maps. And when they have a little bit more time to get to some of the competitive issues, that's, you know, when they can fix those, usually that's around January, February. Um, it's when they, when they get to the, in the past, stuff they have to deal with. They, 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 there are right. bigger issues that are, that are more important to them. And I get it. That, that's, but yeah, that's why we were kind of like, Moving it up, all right. That's very cool, but we'll see how it goes. Type thing. Yeah, Maeve, how the hell does it... How do... Dude, listen. I'm happy that we're moving it up, but you have to be prepared with the devs, with the, the Activision team, and I, I get it. Like, the game has to work for everyone, but if you're going to just go for it, this stuff can't happen. Yeah. It just can't. Like... That's just the way around it. Like, if you're actually going to tell your owners, your ownership groups, the players, we're going to move this up to early December. We want to see the engagement. Okay, fantastic. There needs to, A, in my mind, be a rule set day one, which didn't happen. They yeah. had to wait a couple of weeks. Challengers had a couple of days. Because guess what? The rules were probably on the back burner because of the map issues. So we had no idea what game modes were playing. Like, this is one of those things with the finer details, with the CDL, with pros, with the devs. If we're going to launch this close to the, the release of the game, there needs to be work before it releases with pros. There has to be time spent with them. And I'm saying, I don't know, a, a week, maybe two weeks, but there needs to be something. Yeah, I, I agree with you because I just think it probably even if there were things said or whatever the case was, there probably was so much extra stuff that popped up that it created nightmare, like the maps and stuff. They maybe didn't foresee that coming, whatever it was, but to eliminate trying to deal with it in the midst of a launch circus, it has to be done beforehand. And I guess on their side, that's probably tough too, because I'm sure it's insanity there before, right before you're launching the game. But like, I don't know how else to get it to be more consistent without work going in beforehand. And and I think we've had day one rule sets. I'm pretty sure some of the years we worked on on the game, there were day one rule sets. And normally with day one rule sets, the way we would kind of do things is we would have an idea of the maps that pros liked, but there would be a couple kind of like on fringe. And kind of how we would approach it when I used to work in League Ops was, all right, we think these aren't going to work well, but maybe this small cluster of pros has like a closer, a closed mind, right? Like, let's see... You know, let's let people play a couple of weeks of like 2Ks or GBs, and then we'll we'll come back to this. And, yeah. You know, we we would do that with some of the restricted items. Obviously, like you know, myself and, and like Eric when we worked on it, like we kind of knew the direction was going to go. Stuff was probably gonna get restricted, but you started with a bit of a, a bigger circle, and then you cut that circle down. And yeah, I, I, like I just don't know how that's not still happening. Even now, like this is this is the whole point of this league. Yeah, that that's I mean, <laughs> that, it, it's that's just the, this, that's the point of this. It, it's just weird because I think you and I used to be closer to the situation, and we had a guy Jay that we loved that you know kind of worked on the Activision side and worked in the CDL and was really passionate about it. And 
he he retired and now I, I i just don't know enough about how those conversations go and stuff now i don't i What's, you're right it does sound like I, they're really going no no I, yeah yeah it's what it kind of seems like but it's just i feel like i could talk to it more intimately in the past because we were just more more involved with some of the processes but i'm not sure it's just to me yeah you have to get to that point you're talking about where there's some i mean we'll talk about this more probably in the ga conversation that we're gonna have but get to a point where you can get it more consistent and there's better work with the devs and you're doing it beforehand or maybe the earlier launch windows aren't realistic i mean you're gonna have to pick yeah you're not wrong um, um and uh, i think this will probably segue to us to maybe running that that hex clip uh you know from the optic podcast sure one of the recent episodes from him uh he has something to say about it as well so we'll we'll run that now I don't I don't understand why this isn't a DEFCON 5 sort of situation and Activision says, you know what, we're paying everybody fucking overtime, get the private lobbies back in action yeah. before Hex and the boys start fucking screaming again. You know, Scump said, you know, Scump literally said, he's like, I don't care. Even if we win champs, even if we win, I'm never playing this shit again. Yeah. That's you know, really sad, man. We were talking about that the other day. I was we saying how like, I was saying how like, that's like a really shitty way to just be calling it quits you know what i mean because the game is just like driving yeah. you to it that blows man like that blows the boy had more years in him but he's he's just like why why, why? This, this this is what pisses me off the most the people that we talk to on a constant basis and i don't talk to them i haven't been on a lead call in over two years why stressful no it's not stressful it's just that i'm talking no no i'm talking you're to talking to talk i'm talking to people who are just getting yelled at by everyone who are just sitting there as shields for the decision makers yeah. that have something to 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 say and do right so us yelling at the people that are that are constantly trying to pacify the ownership uh, group and say hey you know this is what's happening this is better like and, and then and then they say shit like well talking about it in a negative manner is not going to help anything well, like well nothing oh. is helping anything to begin with me staying quiet is not going to help. The, I mean, what am I supposed to just be quiet for the last couple of years? Yeah. As to as to, Might as well I have complain about I have many bones to pick with this league, man. All right, uh, we can we can touch on this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get I get the frustrations a hundred percent, but this is just at its core. I kind of get what he's saying in the sense. Listen, as much as you want to blame the CDL on things. It's the issue's not not really there because there's there's a problem and there's this fine line of wanting to pressure the devs into helping more and fixing things mm -hmm. and keeping that relationship good and not pissing them off because then we get nothing. Because the fact is right now, there isn't any sort of contract or financial or any sort of reason that the devs have to care about the CDL. Um they they do what they can to help, and I want it to be more, but it's just i mean it's just a huge conversation around I, I i don't know how we get to where we need to get or where it's got to change at the top to get the level of support we want but i know I, i'm sure he feels like he's talking to a wall because you and i have been in those conversations before back with like flynn and stuff and it's just sort of like this it's literally it's the dance. reason i wanted to cast i mean it's yeah. literally <laughs> like you, you you threw me like i i was working with the league you know and it's just I wanted to do more, but you can't do anything. You send enough emails, you make enough presentations, but the fact is the fact if if they don't want to work on things or if someone, he's right, if there is n someone from up top isn't going to these devs saying, hey, we have to do this type thing, it doesn't matter. Like, you mean that's from like, just, the CDL side? Yeah, no, no. No, I, I mean from my activist, like, oh, I, I mean. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Like, yeah. if... 
obviously I would love the devs to just want to do that. And maybe there are some, some that do. There are some, yeah. Yeah, there are some that, that do want to do that. But he's correct. Like, and this is what I was saying. If you're going to launch the league this early, this stuff has to be kind of cleaned up where there is some priority on the CDL. I mean, that's just it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I don't know the answer because obviously the devs at each studio, this is what I've always thought. I don't know if it's possible. Maybe it is. I, I would love there to be like a CDL dev team. They don't really work on the game or anything, but maybe it's uh, five people. I, I don't know how many it would take, but basically you would take like the game and you would give it to those five people. The pros would play. They would give the feedback to the CDL devs and they would, could be able to edit spawns, maybe move objectives. And then they update that with CDL rules. That's how I've always thought. It sounds like the easiest thing. I have no idea. I'm not a dev but it feels like a good middle ground. Well, it's like we've had in the past, I, I think this is part of the, it's, it's a very like thankless position. I mean, there's been people that have tried to fight or help in the past. I mean, it comes to mind to be like a, maybe Vonderhaar or a Mickner or a Re mm -hmm. Rambo Ray when he was maybe a little involved. Like there have been people that have tried to help on this side, but like, it's very, all you see is just negativity and raging on social. Um, you're not really doing anything that's like helping you financially. I'm sure from their POV. Um, I think you're I'm yeah. sure it's fuck. I am sure it sucks. Um, <laughs> but we need something. Uh, and I, I mean, I get what he's saying. Like on on Seth's side of it, like I totally, I totally get it. Like you know, I think he he kind of talked about it a little bit, and you know, you heard heard Hex kind of a I, he. I think has played as long as he has. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's got money. He could have retired a long time ago. He's won everything. He could have chilled out. Have a I, lot more money. <laughs> but, but but I think I think it's like he has hoped that it, the league would evolve to a place that he has wanted it. And I I get that. It's like you don't want to miss out either because I've I felt that as a caster like there's been opportunities. You and I have you and I have talked about this. We yeah. talked about this a ton. Like I I one love working with. Well, I love casting just in general. I love it, but. I love working with Call of Duty because I do feel in a crazy sort of world and job, um, I do feel a sense of uh, like long-term security just because the success of Call of Duty as a brand. But also like there is this part of me that hasn't left because I just know eventually we will get it right. And if I'm not involved, I'll be fucking pissed because I've gone through all the bullshit. Like there's that, there's that part of me. It's just like, I can't, I can't quit this. Like I'm committed to this. I'm sticking with COD until we get it right. And it sounds to me almost what Hex said that Seth just finally hit the limit of not happening. I mean, look and at I, these games, dude. I, I mean, MW really kind of started it all, right? Like MW19 with a lot of core changes. Um, Cold War brought what we love back. Of course, Treyarch does their thing. And, and I don't even know how much time they uh, had to make that game. Not let Treyarch off the hook. I mean, they, they're the ones that force 5v5, so it's not crazy. Yeah, you're not wrong. But they also <laughs> let us go back to 4v4. You're, you're yeah, not wrong, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, obviously they've had some things, but that was them trying to get closer to the game. They literally were like, we want it to match. That was a theory. That was a theory for a long time. If the pub kids play this, like this, then it, it'll help them. And yeah, I don't know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I, I don't they're, think they're, that's fact. The thought was in the wrong place, but 5v5 sucked, holy. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, And then you had Vanguard, and, and now this, and, and maybe this for two years now. That's the thing. Like, this is not, like, th these guys can't get red dots on the map. 
these guys can't get why is that not in a game i i don't know why did we change that i have no clue i'm not sure like i, I honestly couldn't couldn't i couldn't answer that i have no idea i what's the point of a silencer now in multiplayer not sure um we'll figure that one out but there's just these changes to the core and it's going in such a, a different direction where yeah someone like scums they're like all right i tried i can't just always wait for the next Treyarch title I mean, you just can't. Um, and obviously now we can kind of talk about Scum retiring. Like, I, I played with him. I, I think he's kind of like the comparison. I mean, the comparison works out pretty well. Like Le LeBron, um, like just sort of, he's been so talented since he's entered the league. He's had the King sort of nickname. And you heard Hex say he's got more years. He's talented as, as ever. He still put up really good numbers last year but he's just sort of exhausted of dealing with this every day. But I will say I'm happy. I'm happy we get, I'm happy he's doing it this way because I think of like Kobe's last year, like everybody can now celebrate him uh, at these, these final events. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's awesome. I also think he could be full of shit. I mean, we'll we'll wait and see. I mean, as much as I don't I, think so. I, I love Seth. I, don't think no, so, I know dude. how I he know got how, engaged. Like I don't. I think he's ready for what's listen, next. I guess. I guess I've just thought he could or should have retired for years in the sense of like financially, he does not need to go. Doesn't need the money. Like he could just go enjoy life and be a content career. I think the only thing that's kept him there is like you know partially hoping it gets better, but the competitive itch has kept him there and just the camaraderie with the guys. I'm sure. So yeah. I guess I'm just saying, I don't know. I just wouldn't be shocked if something happens and they just win champs or something. Suddenly this guy's like, ah, let's go for two. another run, one. Run it again, run year two. I mean, yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I'm just saying I wouldn't be that shocked, honestly. Yeah, but, I, I think it's been such a discussion for so many years now where I just think it's finally, it feels like with that video that they released, it's it's happening. Um, it's gonna suck. Obviously, he's a superstar. He's our number one guy, uh, and one of our good friends. So, let's have a yeah. good year for him. Yeah, I, I and people always ask me, like, I think back with Nate and back with and with Scump, like, oh God, the league's gonna die if he's gone. Like, I don't know. I know it's not one to one. I know sports are different, but I mean, after you know, Magic Johnson and Jordan and Kobe and LeBron, we people always worry somebody is next I, I there's just always someone that's not i don't know who it's going to be but so, well, somebody are, always sort of pops up and now i'm not saying he is replaceable like scump is one yeah, of those no, I know there's generate, always another superstar but there's just always somebody um so i'm not like too worried about that exactly i just he's gonna be missed i mean there's no one that's compared to him really outside an aid from like a following standpoint the impact he has on the league well, that's uh, I was, the only thing I was going to say is he kind of comes back from a, he comes from a different background where the content obviously, it, you know, put him into such a, a big place, um, such big shoes to fill every single event with optic behind, you know, with that name, yeah. no one else really in the league is, has done that because the league is so competitive, right? The guy hardly, even scump hardly streams. Like they have to focus on practicing and, and competing at the highest level. That, like there is nobody with that base behind him. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's that next up person, but I guess I just feel like once the hole is there, it'll start to get filled. I don't know how, but it will. But I, yeah, I, I I'm get sure the, he I get could the be concern. involved in some way. Like maybe just it, watch parties, you know, 
stuff yeah, at like least that. when you had uh, to, to what i said like at least back you know when you were worried about jordan levy you kind of saw like the next person like you saw the next up like the next guy getting hyped a bit i think i think everyone i right now is just sort of like i don't know that a person is gonna sort of take that following it's not that he's the best player in the league whereas the sports it usually falls on typically the best player it's just the brand recognition the size of his audience it's it's nuts but that's why i know it's not one-to-one with sports but i don't know i don't know who's next well one person was probably like zuma right (laughs) what what he's doing and what he's done the last couple of years with his stream but that's just he's not playing um that's kind of the tough part about it uh but obviously yeah for seth i mean hell of a career i mean hell of a career just what he's done every single year talent wise doesn't matter the game puts up his numbers yeah. that's for sure yeah and i, I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole because like you start crying I'm sure, no i'm sure we will when he's <laughs> gonna actually when he's actually gonna retire like at the end of the year i'll, I'll cry my tears and okay. talk about the, of the same high school and we've been in love for ages but now we'll get further into it but the fact is we got a year to celebrate him um mm-hmm. we sad to see him go but who knows maybe he'll win a lot and he'll he'll stick around um you want to talk a bit about we're just kind of jumping around we had so much stuff to cover because we haven't done an episode in a while but just sort of around ga's um yeah it's a hot topic i know we've talked about the process uh and we can touch on it more here but just where we're at with it and what a nightmare it is because i'm just I, at least for me I, I hit the point a couple years ago that i just stopped giving a shit in the sense of stressing about it with all the complaints and all the arguments and the circus that it creates every year about whether the game's going to be good and what the GAs are going to be. I finally was just like, I got to stop caring about this and stressing about it. Cause I can't do shit about it anyway. Um, it was sort of accepted like players are going to play what they want to play. Mm-hmm. They'll get, they'll get there. Um, and until we get a better relationship with the devs, like we talked about kind of with some of our other points, I don't know how we don't have this every year. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, so let's obviously this was the big discussions around snipe and smokes. So that's really the two big things. But big right now, yeah, let, let's be honest. There's a, a lot of other things that have to be either in a rule set or GA. Like, I, I know this is what gets people pissed off because there's some entertainment value to snipes. Um, smokes, especially in search and destroy in this game, because think about like, you know, you don't have dead silence, which is awesome. Because uh, it's a field upgrade again. Like MW19, a lot of offensive strats were around smoke grenades. It was just sort of you had to make noise, right? With grenades and smoke grenades, you had to go. And, and when all that dissipated, you kind of just had to slow down and stop and wait for your field upgrade to, to come into play. And that's the uh, really, I think, the worry for a lot of people is that w- what's the playmaking going to be like in this game? Because you can't move. You, you just get sound hoard. Like, you do. Yeah, like just flanking. Yeah, making a play or trying to hit the flank. Like, there's going to be stuff that, I don't, I don't know. It's going to come down to, like, I think either two things that are going to be huge for me this year are going to be those moments where someone just says, I give zero fucks and hit something and finds, like, a lucky timing behind it or a lucky audio, some sort of sound that Rounds they get are gonna be re- They're going to be fast because they have to be. You have to four hit things with grenades and go. Or not just search, but like just in general, like really sneaky plays, I think will find a lot of success. I would think just because people are going to rely on the audio so much. And I'm not saying behind search or sorry, behind dead silence, just like somebody creeping around or just tucked in a corner. Like there's, I don't know, like there's gonna be some sneaky plays. I think there has to be just with how it yeah. is right now. Yeah. hundred percent. But uh, which is, I mean, from my point of view, 
all right so you have the rule set the big question is is why aren't things added to the rule set why do they have to be ga'd I, in because i kind of worked on that side it kind of goes like this for pros there's a lot of broken things right and then you have the rule set and you're like all right why is this just not added to the rule set because for the league a lot of the times what has to happen is they kind of send the rule set in because the cdl settings have to get updated right in game and i think sometimes when those cdl settings are sent in the questions start to come in why is this restricted why is this banned why is it in why isn't it in so it's been what an approval mean? process with the dev not just we do whatever the fuck we want it's just correct and so when those questions are kind of asked it's one of those things like all right for the league are you going to start like do we have to have a meeting about this are we going to argue about this or is there other things that we can work on and we could just let the pros kind of have like their extra rule set right and because that way nobody has to ask questions right no one has to ask questions and on the other side of it for pros a lot of the times they have to wait for an update at a certain time and it it takes a while like in the past you haven't had two years so the first event was it's a very big deal you're earning cdl points you're you're potentially qualifying you know towards the end of the year for champs you can't mess around you can't rely on that that dev process to be good enough so you just have to ga things because yeah. you're trying to create a skill gap as much as you can with within call of duty because there isn't the biggest right so that's always box, what it's been around yeah yeah and it just goes back to our combo earlier like if, unless these things are being worked on pre-launch mm -hmm. it, it it has to be because it can't be this like every other day you're going to the dev with new things like it, especially right. especially around the launch window like there's a billion issues right now the mm -hmm. least of their fucking worries is what people want to eat every day. Like, it's just. Now, it's I, I think I think the best thing for the best thing would be is this. I, I you know, I, I've talked about this. I think I tweeted about it. The pros should create the rule set. You know, maybe. And then the dev should say, hey, why this? Why this? OK, what can we do to fix it so that it is in play? Because you know what? We really want to see in our title, which has always been the thing. It's our title. This is the way we want to see the game played, which I totally get. What they could say is, why this? The pros can respond or the managers, because, you know, we've gotten pretty professional with that point. There's a lot of rep team representation. Um, someone can take time with their players and explain things and show videos of why this is broken, how they could fix it, especially smokes. So if you don't know smokes, there's still one ways. You could still lose aim assist. Heck, even grenade smoke in this game, it's client side. There's literally grenade smoke. You could watch a kill cam. There's no grenade smoke. Like that sort of stuff is just, it can't happen. It's inconsistent, which you can't have inconsistencies when you're playing for as much as you do limit them as much as you can. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think there should just be, Hey, what can we do to fix this? They start to work on it and fix it. And when they fix it, pros can then insert it back into their, their rule set. I, I think that's the best way to, to go about it. But the fact is, Maeve, how impressive is it that this stuff has actually lasted as long as it has? I mean, this started in AW when you could hover and go cloak with your field upgrade thing, your exosuit. That was an ability. That was like the first thing. Because those were the cheesiest. You got those every life. You could just hover in a corner, dude, in a, in a hill or go invisible for a second. 
Plus when yeah, COD became not <laughs> COD became like not COD. You had to figure it out. But I, I guess I feel like GAs have always sort of been a thing, though, right? To some degree, but just not as crazy as it's gotten. Well, there's but, just so much more in these games. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You have so many attachments. You have different ammo that does things. You have grenades that go through walls. Now it's just it kind of comes back to what we talked about at the top of the show, which there's so much into the game now. I don't even want to know what their list looks like. But I, as you said, I, they play it every day. They play it at the highest level. Like, I'm going to figure, figure it out. I'm going to go with them. I wish we could avoid the circus on social and all the negativity that goes with it. But it, for now, until there's some major shift in the culture of how these conversations go down internally with the, the devs, the CDL, the players, it's going to be like this every year. And they're gonna they'll figure it out. And whatever they figure out, people are gonna watch. And I don't think it'd be that different if one GA was different. I Yeah. It's kind of just whatever to me. I just wish it wasn't such a such a circus. I mean, I'm gonna cast it, enjoy it, regardless of like I resp I replied to one tweet and like Jack sort of said around snipers. I was like, I I guess I just don't really care either way, just because I don't know, you and I loved casting search and cold war. I I, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Yep. And it didn't have snipes, so I sort of that silence though. true 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 i'm just sort of uh <laughs> listen I, I think we're gonna enjoy it fans are gonna enjoy it regardless of how ga's play out it just becomes a social media circus yeah well uh that's it for that um you know moving forward for um just sort of i found this pretty interesting this is from from yeah. breaking point this was a, a coach's poll from 11 20 so this was 10 days ago all right uh, but this was a preseason power rankings voted by the coaches now, this does not have search and destroy included in it. Why? Because when they're scrimming, they're not scrimming search and destroy. So that can fluctuate a lot. Um, but at the top, you have Thieves in Atlanta phase. Does that surprise a lot of people? No, um, I don't think it surprises anyone. After that, there are some surprises. Uh, Ultra third, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I think they have a very solid roster, but you know, you lost Cami, you lost Bantz. There were some question marks there, but they're obviously playing very well and scrappy, you know, we know about Scrappy, uh, like just sort of what he's going to bring to the table. He's got a lot to answer. You have Rocker following that. They've sort of built a very strong roster. But then you have Legion, Las Vegas Legion at fifth. And then maybe a, a surprise to some people. Optics always such a strong team at the start of the game. All the way down in seventh. Again, that can fluctuate a lot because it's been 10 days. That might be different if they did another poll. But I figured this was just a good, a good talking point uh before the season started so they are they ordered within their tier or is it just by tier uh they're ordered within their tier yeah okay, so that's, four, i was actually sure yeah okay, third okay. is uh, ultra and fourth is, is rocker they were tied for 77 points received um then okay. legion was 75 so i only looked yeah, at the image the i actually didn't look at the points i just looked at the, the picture um but yeah i guess the only thing that really that i saw was like oh was the legion one that i was just wasn't really sure what to expect and to see they've been doing well in scrims. And I, I guess it's sort of with the addition of clay, like I think we both agree, this should be a title that he will maybe rejuvenate his career a little bit. Not, not that he's like completely falling off the wagon or anything, but maybe hasn't hit the heights that he is capable of. I would think the slower pace and I, I need to be disciplined, especially with the time to kill and setups. I, I would I mean, logically this should be a solid title for him. Um, I mean, he's an MW world champion. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, this I, is very yeah. similar to that to that style of game. Um, so I, I and then you know, yeah, with optic, maybe again early scrims, 
you don't have search and destroy they, they've always been especially with this core a great search and destroy team the only other one that maybe surprised me a bit was was breach down in ninth because i think adding awakening to that squad makes them a real threat but that can fluctuate so much during a week like well we're they still they early in the game they couldn't play for 10 days and like it's weird even having these conversations right now because typically this wouldn't be even happening for months like as far right. as power rankings go into the season so people are still figuring stuff out i mean it, it, it's been it's been three weeks or so but i remember i was watching um was it the breaking point tournament one of them and you know some of the players were joking about not knowing hardpoint rotations yet like it, and it's been weeks, but like we're still very early in the game. Like it's it. Mm. I can't take a lot from what's going on in scrims yet. I know the league is around the corner, but it's a long season. We're gonna learn a lot. People are gonna evolve. Make whatever list you want, but it is. It's well, just the only so, I thought so it was early. interesting was no, because it, this is, is actually from is, coaches, but, like yeah, the actual yes, people who yes. are watching the scrims. Every it's not you know fan voted lists and yes. this and that. It's it's actually from the coaches who are who are you know watching them practice every day. I just would be surprised if there's some big shifts that that could happen it's just so early so yeah and, but, and i will say watching scrims the last couple of weeks we've had a couple of teams you know give you and i some access to scrims so thank you very much to those teams but this game is a bit more um what's the word fundamental than i actually assumed um there's not as much like crazy squad spawns that we saw last year in an mw19 some of the hard points like hotel and, and hydro you spawn out and you gotta you gotta go for a lap like you do uh there's some tough maps uh control hotel plays really well you can win on offense and defense uh fortress is an interesting one it's very defensive heavy but i have seen in scrims some offensive wins so i think people would be generally surprised at how fundamental this game can be now there's also going to be some teams who are going to try to Get away from that and play embassy they're gonna play fortress they just kind of want to fight and, and make it macy well that that was one of you know we again shout out to some of the teams we can actually listen to their comps and the coaches and the interaction but yeah i heard a lot of just like emphasis on different spawn points and different breaks because like if you don't have this spot like you are just chalk like you are not <laughs> going to be able to rotate or win through a certain uh, cut off like it's just it, it borders on impossible like hearing the frustrations there and i mean there's still i i still have some concerns with the game too i mean i was listening to kenny talk about one thing where he like he only had tack mask class classes but he was spawning in and he had eod basically like flak so then he was getting full stunned even though he didn't have a single class that had that so i i, I'm not, I don't even know perk where system it, it, first of all is a mess but it, it's a mess the whole per package thing i think it's broken in multiplayer I think it's it's definitely it's absolutely broken in Warzone and in DMZ. I have no idea how the hell it works. Well, that's, it's not it's not working as intended. I'm, and that's I'm I watched. I'm supposed to have I watched like two days ago. So like, with, oh, the, I know. The yeah, I know. are soon, and like you can't have a player. You have a spawning. life where you don't have uh, like you just uh, have different perks than you <laughs> have selected. Like, what well, you're talking about trying to limit inconsistencies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what perks I have. That's not a good thing. That's not good at all. Just add it to the list. Add it to the list. Um, so we do have uh, the first week of matches coming up, but we're going to preview that towards the end of the show. Um, now, I think for you and I, we're going to get in a Warzone uh, DMZ discussion. 
Yeah, we want to talk a lot about like the launch of the games and stuff because the fact is it's fresh. There are a lot of issues that we want to talk through. Um, you know, once you and I play, we stream it a lot. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. And well, once we get deeper, once matches actually start, and we're gonna start covering those, and depending talk on the how, players, depending on how they're being streamed, I might. I, I mean, there's gonna be a lot to discuss, obviously. But let's. Uh, yeah. Do you want to get into Warzone DMZ discussion? Yeah, let's do it. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be that's a great face. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's start I, with positives. We'll, we'll start out with positives. We, I don't, need, I don't all... really have anything I want to talk about DMZ. I don't care if I ever play that again. Can we just skip that? Undo well, the, I, okay, we could skip that, but <laughs> there is one discussion I do want to have. Yeah, you said this pretty early on. I remember you were like the first person that like, kind of made a comment about it, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. This game is entirely built around DMZ. 100%, you will not change my mind. The way looting works the way the map works, the way some of these contracts work, uh, the AI with strongholds. Movement, the gunplay, like everything seems to be built around, like everything. Correct. I, I, you know, if you were a critic of MW19 multiplayer and you said this game is built around Warzone, you were probably right. Um, I would say MW2 is built around DMZ, without a doubt in my mind. It's obvious that the devs were playing a lot of Tarkov uh, while making this game. That or like... I'm sure there were some playing it or some watching. Well, they they just I think in more than that, like they thought that this type of game. Next. I was like, they're yes, like their next big hit, like Warzone. Um, you know, their their entry into the VR. I mean, they crushed it. There's no way around it. Like it was massively popular. Still is. Um, I think there were probably people internally. I thought like, hey, this is our next like big change to our our multiplayer, our next big mode. Um, but isn't that because you think of player behavior, right? I, I had this discussion. Like we've kind of reached the point where gaming for a casual person it's pretty tough right like there's such a high skill level now because uh, there's a lot of people streaming content yeah. creating playing every day the younger generation to me it almost feels like dmz is this sort of hey you and your buddies w- want to have a, a a six pack on a friday night you don't want to get smoked what do you play and with sbmm and everything it feels like that answer is kind of DMZ. Like you can just go in, do missions, have some crazy moments still, extract yeah. things and get missions done. I haven't played it much, but I'm sure there are some fun moments and there's a lot of positives about it. I just haven't put a ton of time into it, but. No, I will not play, no. <laughs> the one time <laughs> I played not, it, I was trying to thing. run people AI over at the truck. I just was driving around. I had no idea what I was doing. But maybe that's sort of the, what they felt was, yeah, maybe what's coming up next or kind of a, safe place for people to still have some interaction with opponents but for the most part you're kind of doing your missions and fighting ai yeah i mean at its roots cod's always appealed to the casuals the masses that's what's amazing about it i mean it just appeals to just about everybody it's the most recognizable gaming brand on the planet so yeah maybe they thought this this would be sort of the next hit especially for the people who only play an hour a night um could be, yeah. But no, I think you're right that it seems like a lot of core decisions were made around it. Um, Most. I just don't have a ton of ton to add to it because I just haven't put enough time, time into it. Like, I just haven't played it a lot. Well, I, I just think, listen, like, you know, going into Warzone 2.0, what were people hoping for? Uh, a good map? I think we do have a good map at El Masra. And then just sort of improvements on Warzone 1. And instead of improvements on Warzone 1, which towards the end of Caldera and stuff, there was so much quality of life things. There were so many bug fixes. Like it felt like we were getting there. 
and this brand new system of everything they built threw all of that out the window. And I think just for a lot of people, it's like, why? And it's the cost cycle at its core, though, too. Like, it's just you're not wrong, but they, the IW is the people that made this, made Warzone one, and they stepped so far away from it. Like, this was their baby, and they are so far away from the original. Yeah, that I guess it does surprise me because I guess I feel like we always wanted or hope that after we really like Blackout, we want to see what like Treyarch's evolution of Blackout was. Like, what? How are they going to improve it? In Warzone, even though from a different developer, like they did improve a ton of the quality of life stuff. Um, they made it a lot more accessible. There were a ton of improvements. Yeah, it just feels like this didn't take the leap we expected that it would. Um, and I know a lot of that stuff will come with time, and Warzone Two will be played for years, but. I still, I tweeted, like, dude, if they just put beta in front of this, I think a lot of stuff wouldn't bother me nearly as much, because um, it's it's in a beta state. Like, there are so many issues. Like, we could have written out a million things that we've run into. Yeah, we um, will, too. We will. But let's let's see with the pod. That's yeah. all I wanted to say with DMZ. I, I think this is just DMZ at its core, 100%. Um, that's my take on it. Yeah. You can agree or disagree. Yeah. I'm cool with it, but... Yeah, they definitely took a, a step away from kind of Warzone 1 and how it felt. But positives, let's stick with positives. Uh, I think nukes, fantastic, uh, great content creation. Will be really good once you can get through games without server, uh, without the negatives. Yes, but at its core, one of the coolest things I think they've ever done. Because when we when they did that, whatever, win twenty games to get the titanium skin, or what, what was what was it exactly in Warzone? It was like the uh, was it titanium trials? Titanium trials. Yeah, win like fifteen games. We thought that was very cool because typically with Call of Duty being a very casual game, there aren't a lot of things that are rewarded to for being good. It, it's just not usually a thing they promote that much. So we thought that was really cool. And then the nuke thing, I mean, the fact there's like a whole contract for it and this whole like support for just being like good and winning. Like so they call that champions contract. Yeah, yeah like, I, I think that's amazing. It's incredible. It's just it is a positive at the core of what it is. It's just hard to appreciate right now because it's hard for us to get through a couple of games without someone. No, and really I've already seen together. some incredible moments because obviously when you start the mission, so you have to win five games in a row, then on your next game, everybody will have a contract. You have what, four tries on it? Well, maybe if it works properly, sometimes it doesn't. But um, yeah, the whole world can see when you start this contract and chase you down. And that just creates crazy moments. Uh, but nuke is yeah the nuke is is awesome and in a way it kind of creates like a rant in it it's not like a rant but there's something there for like good competitive players what they want to do and i just appreciate it because I, I guess i find it kind of boring sometimes when it's just everyone splitting and running and trying to drop 40 against bots like i i just <laughs> i i appreciate what a br is and like trying yeah. to win and go on win streaks and we always used to do that blackout a lot and like play together because back in blackout if you died you couldn't get bought back so there was more pressure to play together and win um and i think the nukes kind of play play into that a lot just I'm working as a team and i i personally really 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 enjoy that element because mm-hmm. I, I don't know i was frustrated times last year because just you know where's steep oh he's a mile away where's symphony oh he's two miles away like i it's just everyone's sort of running off doing their own thing trying to get a youtube video um, which I get is like fun in some element, but I always enjoyed the, the team element of it. So yeah, yeah, nukes are nukes are dope. And the other big positive for me, I mean, it didn't take long. I, I think day one, I was like, this map is dope. Um, mm-hmm. the, the look of it, um, outside of like the main downtown area, 
you don't have a ton of super tall buildings. Um, and even those have, I, I think, in our opinion, more entry points or are more accessible than Verdance, which is really frustrating when you had yep. one stairwell type situations that you had to try and break with four, 40 claymores in the ground. Like, they're easier to deal with. And the location um, and the, of it too, right? Yes. Because downtown was right in the middle. So you didn't, you can avoid it if you want. You can avoid no. it. Well, the problem with Verdansk for us with those types of buildings is like every key rotation, if you want to drop in like areas that we like to fight, like a super store storage boneyard type area, you yeah. either had to go through like promenade uh, through uh, what were the two tall buildings called that I'm blanking uh, right now? Uh, a block near area. Super store block, yeah. block area, yeah. um, downtown, like <laughs> There was you pretty much a, went to the, the airport. That's where you went, like, or or, or you at airport, yeah. the airport tower. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. every every single place you would rotate had somewhere that, at least to us, was so fucking annoying to deal with because it was just <laughs> yes. it was like it was impossible to deal with at times. Like there's before Larry's on top of airport tower, and you're like, okay. I, I mean, I had a clip where I yeah. knocked one guy twelve times and sniped. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Because they, right, there's one zip line. There's just no way to get up there. That's um, not as much of a problem. Um, mm -hmm. And overall, just like the aesthetic, and it reminds me of Blackout in some ways. Like I know there's some like yeah. three story buildings and higher, but it's most most of the fights are like two story esque type yep. buildings, which I still need to learn a lot better. But same, dude. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm like I I I don't know how the first room I find is a bathroom, but whenever I'm looking for the stairs in a building, I end up in a bathroom. Uh, every, every, every damn time, bro. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to find a stairwell at Chell. Uh, there's a toilet. Uh, I'm the same here. way because I, I just haven't been able to play that much. So keeping yeah. up with these guys a lot, I'm like, man, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know yeah. things. Uh, and it's well, tough because with like this game, you get caught out in a bad spot, you're dead, right? So. You kind of have to know where you're going, but yeah, the areas, I, I obviously there's going to be some spots. Some people are going to like, aren't going to like, uh, I think the one place I, I try to avoid is like the village area, like, um, the South side of, of, um, observatory. It's just, it's like, there's a, there's a lot of like those towers and stuff. Um, it has the showdown map from COD four. If, if you remember that, so you'll, you'll know that area it's in between observatory and airport. It's kind of annoying problem okay i think if it was us fighting four regular players it wouldn't be that bad i think the problem is usually when we go there there's a stronghold and not only are you dealing with four players there's 40 ai chopper dropping in the audio i have no idea who's real who's not who's shooting at me who's stummy is it a real player is it not like most times i fight there at least it's that type mm. of situation where i'm like and there are like 50 little windows and everything like it just it's it like overwhelms my senses it's just like too much i'm like correct I, like i'll have a there'll be the stronghold uav up and i still am struggling to understand what's going on even though the mini map's showing me i'm still like oh my plates are gone again a bot smoke me the shotgun <laughs> like we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that but yeah there's always gonna be a couple of spots uh team recruiting which i think is pretty cool it's again i think it's i don't know if it's supposed to be a war zone feature well, I guess they have the unhinged trios, but obviously, like, if you were playing DMZ, you saw someone out in the wild, you could probably invite them. And they were probably just like, that could, could kind of work, maybe. And let's have like <laughs> yeah. a trio, the, the unhinged trios. Yeah. But you could invite someone to your party. I know if you have, like, three players and you're playing quads, um, you try to talk to someone, get them to switch teams. It's pretty neat. It's something something different. Um, Prox chat. Listen, it, it's, it's been good. Um, I think Prox chat and nukes is been majority of content for a lot of people it created a lot of good moments 
I've seen people act like they're Ubers, just picking people up, driving people around, talking to them. It's going to have its negatives. It's still very loud. People's mics are absolutely horrendous, but it's been pretty fun. It's been, it's been awesome. So far, I mean, I think you had major concerns around how long you'd actually be able to stay with it open. Uh, I, so I think for me, they're, they're hand, handing out bands and stuff. I, I don't know if you saw that. Well, so far, I saw like Doc's thing. Uh, well, yeah, but, I assume then if he's getting it, other yeah. people, it's probably happening to others. Um, if it stays to like the ratio it is, because it's almost still like death comms for me, like you would have nine hilarious death comms, one idiot. And I think a lot of us were like, all right, it's funny enough and good content and the stream's enjoying it. Like, we'll deal with that one idiot, we'll forward him and get him banned. Well, end of Warzone one was the opposite. It was like well, that, nine idiots to one. Good okay, that, that's that's where I was going to go next. Is like, yeah, it, it got worse as time went on. I'm hoping this stays like this, where for the most part it is a positive and fun experience, and doesn't become everywhere I go someone's yelling the n word. Um, we'll see. I I I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just I guess in my gut I I'm worried that it's going to deteriorate before it improves. Um. But if they are monitoring it or something, maybe that's how it, it yeah, does yeah. it better. But yeah. but so far it's it's sensational. I mean it's it's they hysterical. just gotta lower the audio. They need the audio yeah, to actually yeah. be able yeah. to get lower. It's just so loud in some moments. I have a clip where like you and I are last alive. I just could not hear a oh, thing. Yeah. Bro, because if there's like so a team with PS5 controller mics, good luck, dude. Because for whatever reason, the game's default mic setting for everyone is 100. So you can literally hear like someone's toilet flushing in the yeah. back it is so loud uh, there was a situation where chris and i were fighting and there was some guy screaming at me about he was gonna read the declaration of independence get independence to me while kicking me in the dick or something and like i'm like trying to calm to chris and we're fighting i come to chris like a 90 no no like i come to chris i come to chris a good 90 seconds after he was dead because i just was so like overwhelmed by what was getting yelled at me that i didn't even know chris had died until the audio stopped i'm like chris man that was a tough fight he's like climbing dead for two minutes i'm like oh. Right. You gotta find that clip, dude. dude. You need to find that. Oh my god, bro! This guy that. was just like just yelling. Yeah. Oh man. So some good stuff there. Um, medium and long range time to kill. I think short range. I don't. I, some is just like some with their damage range values or headshot multipliers. Medium to long range TDK feels pretty good. Obviously, I I know there's some weapons now that are being introduced. Like the RPK is really good. Like, it, it was going to happen but in a much better state than I was expecting uh, because I think the five attachment thing changes some stuff. The weapons just have a little bit more, more recoil. And I think with tuning for probably a lot of people, it's tough to find like the balance of yeah. that. And then on top of it, a lot of, not everyone has loadout. That. And like, I think as much as a list, I know this is a very volatile topic, but like, snipers not being one shot yeah is listen i know i get it realism it should wh whatever i don't care it, it, with how slow the movement is in this compared to other games and stuff you don't it's not hard to headshot someone it's just not no. it, it, how long it takes to loot how long it takes to use the buy system like you just get laid out all the time i don't um, think a lot of people remember the swiss in the car at its peak when it could one shot everywhere like you like literally 90 percent of my deaths were just getting sniped in the back yeah and like, like i enjoy sniping but like I do too. I, I said the lot I hate today. The negative, I hate the negative more with that than I like the positive. It's just, yeah, um, I, I'm on. I'm all bored with it. The whole three plates thing. Because here's the thing: like, 
you could just break a lot of plates and they run out and then they're kind of toast. Uh, I, that honestly, I've had some fun game sniping and people just don't have full plates. And, and it's like, you have to be three. If you're two and 95%, yeah, it's still a one shot. Yeah, it's still two and not, it's still a one shot. So I'm for it. I know there's going to be a big group of people who aren't. Um, I'll say I this guess, though. I, I don't, don't like there's carry no the why. Huh? I, I, I don't like that there's no visual. Like but the thing I liked about oh that's your parent, like the thing I liked about like Black Hell, let's say, is when you had when you had tier three armor, it was like a visual thing. You could see somebody had that. So you know, you knew like I don't maybe need to focus on the headshot. Like I can just take a faster shock over the body. Like I you, you just knew how to engage something based on not getting a one shot kill. Mm. But then they had something called trauma kits, which weren't visual, but gave you more health. So you also didn't one shot. And that was just like a surprise. Like, oh great, I can't one shot him. And sort of it feels like that here. Like, I guess I would prefer some sort of visual where yeah. you know. Is a, helmet. Why... a helmet is a thing, right? I... That's sort of the big thing. That's the easy one. Whether the third plate you're adding on just kind of creates a helmet on the character, maybe that's it. This isn't that bad. I guess I just think it reduces a little bit of like a random element if there's just a visual to it. Um, yeah. But... I think, too, sniping in this game is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, not, not, even not with some of the... but. I get the floor load sometimes you will pick up it's easy so yeah so <laughs> i'm cool with it though but medium long range time to kills kind of yeah it's i think it's in a good spot and then loadouts uh you and i were kind of discussing this and similar to that i kind of like that not everyone has loadouts all the time even myself i like using ground loot i like i don't mind it they've obviously optimized and tuned the system where you don't need five attachments it's not you know not the difference maker I guess uh, the way I feel about it, I, I totally, I think I saw uh, Iceman Isaac or someone tweet about it, maybe Breadman, like kind of liking that not all our fights are always with loadout and other teams don't mm -hmm. have loadout. It's just sort of these like default gun fights, which the floor loot's pretty solid. But like, I, I guess my issue is I almost wish the loadouts just went away entirely then. And like, you could buy your guns at a buy station. We'd have to figure out how perks would work. But like, I, I don't like the concept that I feel pressured to go to a stronghold and fight AI to get a goddamn loadout. I just... I don't like that whole interaction just to get a load out. That rolls us into our natives. Uh, yeah. Our first topic, uh, AI and strongholds. I mean, listen, dude, I, this is just insanity. Uh, you want to, how, how many tournaments have you won in Call of Duty professionally? Dude, we almost lost two games back to back fighting AI. I'm, I'm playing with Joe. Uh, you won 20 some tournaments or something. I don't even know. Team yeah, Call of Duty world champion. And I just watched them both get laid out twice by bots. And I'm like, oh, I was Doug. I was spectating. I was already okay. dead. It was Doug. Uh, Doug. Doug also. I mean, a fantastic FPS player. Like I'm watching these people get just smoked by bots. And I'm like, why, 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 why? And I, I, I think I'm with, <laughs> I'm with like, I'm with the slower. I'm actually on board with most of the slower pace and, 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 and call whatever you want more tactical and the movement and not having to be all cracked all the time. Like I'm actually with most of it. Mm -hmm. Being more strategic, whatever you want to call it, but like nothing feels less strategic than when I'm trying to fight other players and there's bots hitting me with a flash grenade. It feels horrible. Like I can't stand it. It's yeah. Just there's no way to tell fuck. them. Like, I, uh... There's no, it's tough to tell a difference between them. They're, they're very aggressive. They don't miss. If you run into a shotgun one in a building, you can die in one pump. Yeah. Um, I hope there's some adjustments here. I, I like the stronghold that it turns into a, a ping. I like that it creates a POI in itself. If you want your loadout, you can come here. Um, I think that 
creates some moments on the map. I'd rather you deal with one juggernaut and like, yeah. you're in a black site, you just deal with one juggernaut versus dealing with the sheer number of them. Yeah, they, there's just a lot. Hopefully it gets tuned down because uh, they are very, very strong. Um, uh, yeah, they're just annoying. It's just annoying. It's not, I, I guess we, you know, we talked about earlier, like what, what like COD is to us. And, you know, we talked about like the, 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 the core movement being fast and smooth and it, it, at its core, it's fun. It's just fun to play. Mm -hmm. It feels good. It mm -hmm. is fun. That experience is not fun to me. And maybe no. it is to some people, but that is the most anti-fun thing. Yeah. I, and I'm not okay with anti-fun. Is why the fuck am I playing the game? Right. Yeah, no, I, I hope there's some... And it's tough because you have to have AI keep coming there because more people can earn their stronghold or earn their loadout. I don't know. There has to be some adjustment. Uh, something. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly... Maybe tune them down a bit. Make them easier to kill. I'm, I don't know, but they're annoying. Yeah. And like, dude, they can... I don't know what it is. There's AI that just like spawn in a helicopter, like six zoned. You could just die, like literally end game. There's not a stronghold there. There's nothing. I swear, there's a helicopter like outside of Hydro that just lands, and you just die. And I'm like, all right, well, that's good. Yeah, and I, so, I don't know if we want to separate. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to talk about this because that that that's an example of like a, a core issue with the game that we have an issue with, or maybe talking mm -hmm. time to kill. I mean, and there's like the other. I kind of separate it with like the the bugs and the crashes. Um, there's sort of two sides to it, like stuff that. You know, you just want want to change around the core of the game and stuff that we don't think will be a problem maybe in a month or two. Um, but right now it is from a quality of life standpoint, just bug standpoint. I I have I don't know how or what I mean, I've had someone I trust with my life work on my stuff like my PC is fine tuned uh, machine. Mm. I have only had like three total crashes and like one one has been in game and the two have been like post game. Mm. But some people. I'm sure some people, I mean, it could be unsafe overclocks, could be, it could be a lot, of, it could be, it could be a lot of different things. There is definitely some stuff game side, but like some people are just crashing like every other game. And I'm just like, what are, yeah, these dev errors are just insane. Yeah. Uh, again, kind of what you talked about with the, uh, this needs to be classified as a beta. Uh, this would be under that, that umbrella. Uh, just there's tweets now. If streaks are going off, yeah, it could cause it. There is the, the double diffused bomb at strongholds which literally kills the server um people can do it on purpose but it also happens accidentally um i don't know stability wise how this continues to happen i i have no clue but it is like, i don't really i have that config file you sent me i don't really have anything crazy overclock wise and even today i had like two i didn't have any last week um but it just feels like some days it, it almost feels out of your control because well, I, there are some just in-game situations that cause it and you can't do anything yeah. about it. That's why I think like, I know you've had, if it's people, there's just, I know there's some people that have worked on people's PCs in the community that I just do stuff that's not safe and that can lead to stuff. Like people that are crashing every single game. Like I, I yeah, don't yeah. know what the case might be, but like some of it is, yeah, definitely. It's just something happens in game and you're just unlucky and you end up crashing, but it's just, it's hard to, I mean, I texted the guys after we played today. I was like, when we're just goofing off and having fun and I don't care about kills or winning and we're just having a blast, I really enjoy the game. When I'm trying to actually like do well or go for nukes, like I would put my head through a wall. It, mm -hmm. It's just, there's something, something every game. Yeah. But yeah. 
hopefully we get some changes there hopefully some i i don't know optimization whatever the items are that causes those problems sucks definitely sucks for i mean you saw nade's rant <laughs> dude like raging and he had his tweets about like this is honestly embarrassing looking back and watching it but that's yeah, how you feel in the moment feel it. It. we all feel it. it yeah here he goes like uh, he's just pissed He's, he's a competitive guy. They're working on getting a nuke, and it's kind of built for people who want to be competitive. You spend whatever it was, eight or nine hours doing it, and mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. I, I, I totally understand. Yeah, so he had a big moment. Just talk about these billion dollars. Like, how weren't these things sort of ironed over? And, yeah, it's kind of what we've been talking about. We agree. Again, like, should have probably been still a beta. Yeah. But, um, all right, uh, close range CTK. The only thing I'm going to say on it, <clears throat> it's very inconsistent. It almost feels like you have no plates to me. It's just weird. It, it seems, I've said this. I feel like I'm not playing COD. <laughs> I, I, it feels like when we would fight like 200 ping Korean players and there was like that sort of super bullet element where like everything got to hit you at once. It was hard to like read fights because you just got like, hit and would drop because like the latency issues and like the uh what mm -hmm. do we call it the lag compensation like some you know like when you have you know those fights were kind of a a television like you would feel like you shot at the same time like you would feel like the gunfight started but then like you'd see a kill cam and they actually shot like six bullets before you even shot them and you're like well that's not what happened at all for me that's what it feels like all the time close range like yeah you go to fight someone, you shoot at the same time, you don't miss, but you get smoked. And you're just like, what happened? I, I don't even know. I've Did never it... felt more unconfident in myself while playing COD in like those kinds of situations. I really have. I haven't. Because there's nothing you can really do movement-wise to make people miss. It's very difficult due to the, the, the sort of, um, you know, no limitations that they yeah. have. That, yeah, there's no finesse. If you get double child, you're probably dead. So you really have to isolate one v ones, and then you have to like kind of ego child because you can't run in plate, which is another thing that needs to to fix. That that really that alone slows would help you a lot down. Of that alone would help a lot of things. Maybe, maybe it would. Well, I think in just the and, and, sense you know, of feeling like situations people, are impossible, like that gives you a chance sometimes. I think. Yeah, and there might be some people listening or like, yeah, but I I kind of like that and this and that. I get that, but like, to me, it's just, again, it's not COD. It, it, this it's, at times, this feels like I'm playing PUBG. And like, straight up. Yeah, like stuff like it just feels. Yeah, I, yes, like it feels like there are elements that, if it was harder to shoot, if it was a Valorant, a CS, a game that was mm -hmm. mouse and keyboard, and when you hit someone in the head, you meant to. If there was a big skill gap with shooting. I think a lot of this would be better, but the fact is we're playing on controller and I'm not, I play on controller too. I'm not trying to rip it, but it's just, it makes a lot of situations very, very easy. You're getting headshots a lot of times. You're not even trying to, it just happens. And when the time to kill is this fast, it just feels insane. It just, it, yeah, it does. It, just, it feels crazy. It does. Um, this is my, my negative. Um, I can't boast. I can't believe we're doing this again. I, it happens every year. I don't know how. I don't know how we do this every year. It's been the same thing since MW2 in 2010. They're broken again. Uh, they're busted. There is no in-between. Pistols akimbo are either broken and OP or they are useless. And I think because of that, I'm going to say it every single year because we do it every single year. 
It is stupid. You can literally two-shot someone close range with these pistols. Just get rid of Akimbo's and COD. It does not work. You cannot balance it. It is impossible to balance. It has never been done. It will never be done. Stop putting it in the game. Harder than shotguns. It's like it's like harder than shotguns. Stop. (laughs) It has never worked ever. Please just delete it. Yeah, it's I mean, I, day two. I saw everyone tweeting out those classes. I'm like, oh, here we go. It had snake shots, you know, the year before. <laughs> you had you had Vanguard. I think maybe like you had Vanguard p- machine pistols. Like, why do we do this? I don't know. Maybe um, it's because they don't want they want to delete a feature, but I just can't do it. It just blows my mind. Yeah, okay. we have to touch on like everything we listed out, but like I, I think one of the big thing is just the loot system at its core. Um, it seems like a they try to do like a middle ground between like a um a, like a blackout and a war zone, like loot vomit versus having a backpack. Like it's kind of middle ground. And it just gets real. I mean, I think we've all been there. You're trying to pick up something on the ground. You're it's like stacked on something. You're going around in circles trying to find a 42 degree angle where you can pick it up. Like it just. It's it's a real pain in the ass right now. Um, I don't know what the solve is there, but that's more. Well, of it's a, like you always talk about. It's either all in the backpack or yeah. it's all on the ground. Yeah. And right do now, it's an in between system, and it's a mess. Yeah, do one or the other. Because stuff is on top of each other. It sticks. If it lands out on the wrong thing, you can't pick it back up. You drop your gun. The ammo drops. Then the ammo drops on a mess. Then you have no ammo, and you're sitting there like, and then your team's fighting, and you're like, "Sorry, I have no ammo." I just don't see a world in which. At least with the way it is right now, if a backpack simply dropped off someone and it was all in there, how that wouldn't be faster than what I'm dealing with by a mile. I don't know. If they can't figure out a loot vomit, that's not. There were positives to that, but it also could be frustrating. I mean, we've all been there. You're trying to pick up your gun, you pick up another gun, you drop your gun. But yeah, this is like even worse. But just the 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 issue though now, just with the with the whole like back black blackout like backpack system where you can carry a bunch of something like. I mean, the first thing that we've sort of had issues with is just, I mean, the fact that you can carry like six self-reses. I mean, self-res has always been an issue in fights because it just makes them very chaotic and it's hard to know what's going on sometimes because of them. With one in an audio queue, it can be chaos. Now, there's no audio queue and someone could have a whole backpack full. It's very difficult to... Just end game's a mess. If you rotate, yeah. you knock one in zone. You have no idea if that player's gets back up. I almost had a clutch today because I had five self revives. Uh, it's just absolutely insane. Uh, again, I think this is a, a DMZ thing, like an aspect where you probably have those in DMZ to save you from AI, and you you can obviously you can probably carry unlimited in that, and it just carries over. It, it should be one. It should have an audio cue. That's the end of it. Yeah, I mean, just a couple of key things should be one, at least in my eyes, like probably streaks and self-reses, like you're allowed to carry one. That's it. I, I, I can't be the, the hardest thing on the planet to code, I, I would think, but maybe maybe it is, but like some stuff just needs to be limited. I... Yeah, streaks is an interesting one because you can't really buy that many UAVs and stuff. Maybe no, that's I mean, like streaks, the only thing. Streaks hasn't been like as much, at least so far of an issue but i have had some end games where there's just so many streaks going off and you're just like what the heck yeah in game it can be really bad bomb drones they they got taken out today i guess or yesterday but 
Bomb droids like late game or anytime. I mean, God, you miss an audio cue because someone's saying something or you don't hear it called in or maybe you don't get one period. I mean, they're just nuts. Uh, they're absolutely nuts. Yeah. Uh, last thing, I mean, just the perks again. I don't know how. Okay, so I guess some players can edit their perk packages. So if you don't know this, you play Warzone. Uh, you have the default perk packages, like the, the regular classes that they have, like Vanguard, Sentinel, whatever they're called. Okay, that's what everybody uses. The problem is within those, some of the ultimate perks don't work. So if you choose like a, a high alert, it might a quick fix might be in there or some things just don't work. So you might not even notice that, but I guess some people can edit their perk packages and they work. Others, the perk packages that they give, all of them work. But I think the majority is, is that they're busted in the way to get your perks to work is when you're choosing your loadout, instead of choosing a custom, you go to the default one, and then you can use your person. They work that way. How is there that many variations of the game in the perks? I have no clue, but it's busted. No, yeah, something. I, is I, just I, I, just, I don't even know how. No, Most it, of the time, like everybody's gonna be on the same version of the game. It feels like they're not even on the same version. I, I have no idea how different users have different experiences with that. No, and that, that's why it's so <laughs> it's so difficult that it's like just to. <clears throat> give my overall thoughts on the game and whether I think it's going to be great or not. Cause I just, I think we need to wait for a lot of stuff to be fixed. It's hard to tell sometimes it's like you're dealing with so much stuff that, you know, is not going to be an issue eventually. I don't know what the actual game is going to be like when I play for eight hours. I, I don't know. Well, cause I tell you what, dude, you know high alert. It's a great, it's, it's a godsend. Yeah. Yeah. There's but just a lot of, a lot most of people probably know their high, high alert doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I tuned into Tipu's stream. Cause that's how I figured it out. No, this guy's got yellow lights popping up everywhere. I'm like, wait, what did you do to get that to work? I don't know, but uh, I, it's yeah. funny because I always assumed like we just didn't. You had to unlock them or something, and we just never got no, far enough to like unlock the no. fourth one. I, I I don't know what I thought. I just like okay, I haven't got that unlocked, or maybe it's working and I don't know it. I, I we we were just sort of like I don't know, and then you saw that and we're like, wait, hold up. And then I tweeted <laughs> and I got six different answers. Like yeah, yeah I can edit it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, no, it doesn't work for me. I'll do this. I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, last topic on the game. Uh, I think I I kind of want to talk about. In, we've touched on this a bit on our streams. Obviously, IW had a full cycle. This has been the f first full cycle for a dev. Obviously, Sledge had issues. Uh, Treyarch had issues. Um, but they had their two and a half years or whatever to make a game. I think my big question is, do you think they just tried to do too much? I mean, look at this. You have Warzone. You have DMZ. You have third-person mode. You have multiplayer. You have ground war. You have campaign. It felt like they were fighting everybody. They wanted the third-person mode to attack Fortnite. They wanted the ground war to attack the battlefield crew. They wanted, uh, you know, the multiplayer to get that. You have your war zone for your BR crew. It felt like they went everywhere with this game. And maybe, listen, I, I'm not there, but like maybe if they focused on just multiplayer, war zone, and campaign, or like release DMZ in six months, would it be better? Like, were they just spread too thin? You, you have to think like, seems that it way. takes a lot of time right to work on all of this well, that that's why dude it baffles me when people complain about like cod being 60 dollars every year when i just think about how much it actually is like it's so much stuff mm -hmm. like it, it's unbelievable how much is there i mean some years it's been zombies been added to it like it's been different stuff but there's a so much content 
And that's what you get like a thousand devs or a thousand devs at each of the, the main studios. Like there's so many people working on it. Yeah, they, just, they just bit off a lot, man. Yeah, they, seems... they did so much. Yeah. And I know they're obvious, like, okay, they built the big map. They cut pieces of it, made that the ground war maps. They cut pieces of that, made the multiplayer maps. That's obviously the easiest way to accomplish that. But it's almost still like, was this is just too much for them. Yeah, I don't even know when when it gets to a point where you've like landed on a system when it came to movement and perks and like a lot of the core stuff. Like, who knows in that two and a half year or three year span, like when it was like, okay, this is our game. Because mm. once you hit that point, that's when like the work really starts to like get it all done. Um, and I, Lord knows how many creative conversations or how long they go on. But yeah, yeah, I, I guess I wish. I know people will complain it was less. I mean, there's always going to be that side of it, but I would always want quality over quantity. Yeah, I'm the, I, I just think it's one, maybe one of those things where, you know, because this is, you know, a two-year game. You know, could one of these, I mean, if it was Warzone, could it come out in four months? Like, Would that be a difference maker? I, I'm not sure. But it feels like there's a, a lot that, I mean, it's just, there's a list, dude. There is a very long list for every single one of these things yeah and i i feel for you know, i played i played cyberpunk when it came out and that had a much longer cycle and i feel for like the devs in this situation because hearing some of them talk about it like it just killed them like broke their hearts like this is the game that people are going to experience with so much time we put in because it wasn't ready and there was executive pressure for it to re you know come out in this launch window and i'm mm. sure it exists for this too like it needs to be out by this date and i'm sure there are a lot of devs that are upset because you know they wanted to deliver a more finished product um and i'm sure they're gonna be working their asses off for months trying to try to fix a lot of stuff but ah i mean i'm still playing every day i'm having fun it's yeah just, they made a billion dollars right i mean that's just uh, <laughs> that's always the answer i i mean you know yeah but it just felt like when i started listing those things off i was like man there's just so much to it uh but that's the deal for that kind of discussion i think now let's um what let's talk about the week one schedule with the cdl uh Week one starts, uh, you know, we push it up. We're starting, what, Friday? Um, well, I, I guess we can say, I don't know if it's going to be public on social, but I guess we can kind of say you and I are going to be involved, huh? Uh, yeah, we're going to be similar we're to last year. For the majors, we'll see you then. Maybe for the online stuff, I don't know what platform it's on. Maybe we'll figure something out where you watch parties, this and that. I, I, I don't know. Well, I have definitely. no idea. Yeah, I think for a lot of it, for Joe and I, we expected there to be a lot of stuff with Warzone 2. We remember how crazy the first year was. Um, and we rather enjoyed doing the majors. The fact is, I don't like casting online matches. I really don't enjoy it that much. I love the events, love the atmosphere, but I don't know. I just, I don't really love the online side of it. So I, we're excited to get it going. I'm excited to watch these 100%, but it's uh, hopefully going to be a crazy year. Yeah, we're the Bash Brothers. We're, we're there for the party. That's pretty we're much what we do fun, now. Dude. Yeah. Uh, that's what we do. Um, all right, so let's take a look at the schedule. Any matches for you? I, I think right off the bat for me, uh, Boston Atlanta could be interesting, just seeing the new Boston roster. Uh, but then uh, Optic versus Rocker, I mean, just a, a banger, second match of the day. You have that new Rocker roster. You have the Optic kind of with the drama that went down in the offseason. Is this the team? Is it not the team? This comes last year. Just See, trying to have a really good start there. I'm excited for the next one because it's like, Mm, okay. I, mean, I mean, when you think about Las Vegas or you know, Paris previously, they're the team that has probably been the laughing stock of the league for a really long time. You're going up against the reigning champs and LA Thieves. 
we saw the coaches poll where now there's seems to be a little respect getting behind the name of Legion. Um, do I think they're going to come out and win it? Probably not. But I think I'm excited. It's like a litmus test. Like, like how, how are, how are they going to do against Thieves? Yep. Um, are they going, cause what, I mean, what was it? I mean, you talk about how many maps that went over the, the, since the launch of the CDL, it's not many Joe. So no, it's not. Uh, I guess the, the whole underdog story, I, I kind of want to see them find some success just as a brand. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Then you have the Thieves versus FaZe, uh, obviously, Champs rematch. But our guy, yeah, you know, listen, it's Toronto Ultra Podcast. Ultra's got a couple of matches, a one versus Minnesota Rocker, which I think going off that poll, off the rosters that we know of, you're going to have Scrappy, you know, with his debut. You have Minnesota Rocker with that very strong roster they put together in the offseason. Um, you'll know a little bit more about the Rocker sort of lineup after Friday. But you can see uh, they have New York as well, then phase, then surge. So if you are an Ultra fan, there's the December schedule. I'm excited to see Ultra. I, I really am. I, obviously, I like this lineup a lot with Insight and Scrappy at the AR role. Standy kind of trying to find his form again. And then Kleenex, with how like quick this game is, I think Kleenex can be insane. Like, just with his individual playmaking abilities. Yeah, I just still... I. I... I think my biggest question mark and just just watching scrims and just thinking about the core of the game is just I'm not really worried about how ARs are going to play the game exactly like just with how this is just like subs it's going to be what's well, tough I, I will say with scrims I've watched your subs are big playmakers uh, they're kind of trying to get behind enemy lines but they really have to play their life it's a lot of value I think um, yeah. we, I think you and I were having a discussion with like phase like a BZ might be the one guy to, to do his thing but most can't play like that i don't think like, most can't play like that but i think like simp his play style kind of makes a little bit more sense because he's this lurker and that's what you kind of have to be because you're gonna have the two to three ars um and you kind of have to just be a nuisance uh just controlling certain positions with a sub where it's tough for ars to get in finding those cuts uh and then search destroy we'll see how that plays because that'll be a big question mark yeah yeah, I guess it doesn't strike me as a title where, like, I don't know, you go back to maybe some of the jetpack gods or whatever, and there's this, like, big gap between ARs. Like, I just see it, how this game's played. It probably shouldn't be a big of a gap there, but subs, I guess it's always that way with subs, but I just feel like even more so, I, yeah, they're going to find some games, that's for sure. No doubt about it. And then uh, what just was released, I believe, yesterday, we had the uh, in-game packs. Uh, we're going to show off the, uh, the, the Toronto Ultra new in-game pack because they look good. Um, the ultra pack you can get all all the teams. Oh, yeah. ultra, I love purple, I think, dude. It's sexy, dude, they so. they do have like one of the yeah. best colorways. Uh, even like that little blue that's that's involved. Uh, I love it. I, I really do. So you can get the new team packs. Those are available to support your favorite team in game. Obviously, the LA Thieves with the the rose <laughs> the rose rose s skin. Very smart business plan there. Smart business plan there. This map, I don't think it's like the biggest deal, like the past. Yeah. Said, yeah, you're not wrong. I hope not. <laughs> All right, we'll and then and lastly, to wrap up the podcast, it's been good getting back into the swing of things, but we have uh, our questions uh, from the competitive Reddit. Uh, we'll see. Let's see. We have one from Dizzy Train. How do you guys constantly come up with new things to say when matches are long or the same type of thing is repeating itself? Any plans? Okay, so I'll let you answer that first. Uh, I actually think that is probably one of the single hardest things as a commentator when you've done it a long time like I have. It's something I've struggled with. Um, we've actually, and there's been times in the past, uh, I remember Chopra's involved where we'd sit down and literally write out um, 
different ways to say certain lines or different words that you can use in situations. That's something that's always impressed me with Miles. Like just mm-hmm. he's got a better way with just saying creative words than I do. hundred oh, yeah, percent. No, like um, I said, he was reading Romeo and Juliet by like age two or something. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it it can be very hard to not just say the same type of phrasing over and over again. Um but know, my thing's always just been I don't know. I like the big moments, the hype, the craziness, just fucking losing my mind with gel. But that is definitely something I've had to work on. I'm just like, I just said well, like I think, that. I said this word 10 times over the course of two minutes. Like, dear God, don't do that again. Like, he said, try well, and that's kind of on, on your, your commentator, your partner to realize, to recognize it. Cause a lot of the times you may not. Um, Sometimes you get called out on social or something. Like, someone's going to be like, yeah. dude, you said this so like, many hey, times. Hey, like, oh. Just so you know, you're saying this a lot. And you're like, I am. You're like, yeah. you don't even r- realize it. But yeah, I mean, you just kind of, you find your flow. I think what it boils down to it, I think part of the reason I don't love casting online is it's hard for me to get as emotionally invested in it and to to care as much. And it went, and I don't want to say like lazy is the word, but when I'm just like not as into it, it's easier for me to fall into this. So those lazy sayings, saying yeah. the same thing over and over again. Whereas like when it's a big match and a big event, it's just you're just locked. It's way easier just to be like so hyper focused um, that it's it's just not as hard. You're just so into it. You know? Yeah. Yeah um this one from rizzy uh why aren't we playing with red dots on the map or the iw does really stopping this from happening we kind of touched on this earlier in the show i don't really know if the devs are actually stopping this but it could just be one of those things where hey this, this the league comes to them and says hey we would love for mini you know the red dots to be on there and if they just say no what do you do well that uh, has again, to be it there's no way the to see else thing now it, no i know that but it, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it seems that way. Um, I, well, I didn't asked. know. I guess are the IW does stopping this from happening. I guess I didn't know. Like maybe the CDL isn't asking for it because they don't want to step on toes, type thing. Kind of what we talked about earlier. But I assume that they are. You you but, choose your battles when you're not trying to step on toes. This strikes me as one of those ones you choose for battle, at least in my eyes. Like that, that you ask for this a hundred percent. I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a weird thing. I, I, again, I don't know why this isn't in a game. I have no clue. It's a, it's a weird one. Um, I've been watching Maven for so long now. This is from eSports Gaber. Uh, my question gets, goes out to Maven, who, like me, was a huge fan of Formal. I'd like to ask, what's Maven's reaction thoughts to Formal becoming a Halo world champion? Uh, I, was, I was incredibly happy for him. I, mean, I was texting him while it was going on, texting him right after he won. Um, I, we, you've teamed with him. Matt's always been different. But I've always had a special kind of connection to him because him and I switched over from Halo at the same time. I was casting Halo. That's where I actually got my start competing in Halo. Um, and when Matt first switched over, there were a lot of people just because he came from Halo that like thought he was dog shit, that he wouldn't be able to do it, that it'd be so hard to do. And he just rose so quick. And I was there for every moment casting it. I've always felt a connection to it. So I guess I'm not shocked that he went right back to Halo and just right back to Swing of Things 1. But it's impressive as fuck. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's many people. I know it's all like console shooters and there's a lot of similarities, but it's not like he like won a major, like went and did well. Like the win, the big one, that's different. Or he's good at finding good teammates now. I... <laughs> no, well, he, he was always good at that. He was always good at kind of figuring, figuring out how to get on the squad. And I think that was a big part of it. Um, he went off, he didn't have like the early success. And he was like, I'm going to just take my time. If I can get on the team, I'll get on the team. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love Matt. I, yeah, happy for him for sure. 
Uh, last one, we'll go with this. Um, this is from Long Jumping Plant 97. With the rumors that CDL is allowing, uh, okay, so if this is on Twitch and there's co-streams, do you think there will be a notice in increase in viewership or will it be non-significant? You want to take this one first? You want me to go? Sure. Uh, I, I listen. I think I don't. I don't think it's ever been that big of a deal what it's on, if as long as it's one of the major providers like a, a, a YouTube or a Twitch, in the sense of. If it's consistent, the people that watch day in and day out are going to continue watching. One place where I, I think Twitch will give a bump is maybe at the, the big majors when there's a lot of talk going on on social or you see it just pop up when you go to like the Twitch dashboard. But do I think it's going to be this huge significant change? I do not. Um, I don't. I, I think we saw that back in the MLG.TV to Twitch days. Like it's people always think it's always going to be a bigger change than it is. Well, watch parties is the one thing that's newer the last couple of years. Well, if you're saying um, you're going to count that into overall viewership, if they that get proud my... to watch it, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, but yeah. That whole business is really why I think it's interesting in the industry right now kind of because weird. it's kind of weird for sure. Um, obviously, watch parties are huge. Um, you know, if you could get guys like, you know, Nick or, or you know, Zuma to, to watch us to, you know, bring our communities in. It's always to be good when you can introduce more people. You know, some of the Warzone streamers, Halo, Halo streamers, anyone and everyone, if, if they can get approval to watch. It's just tough, as I would assume, for the league. It's like, is that... Obviously, you're showing that and introducing that to more people, which is great. It's who just sticks like, around, I don't know. Who sticks around? Is yeah, thing. who sticks around? But I also don't know, like, does that count in viewership? Does it not? Do they have to display the sponsors, the CDL sponsors? I don't know how that works. I have no idea. It is a, I think it's a very great area right now that's happening in esports, and I'm interested to see how it plays out these next couple of years. I, I view it as like fake viewership in the sense of I don't care if I'm just like XQC if he has fifty thousand people to come watch it. What of those fifty thousand people continue to watch it is all, all I care about. Otherwise, I just don't give a shit. If it's if it's a one off, and people see it and they're like, cool, and never look at it again. Who cares? Who no. cares? I care about like the long term of it, and that's well, like, and, and it's, I like think it's, a, it's really hard to justify that number without all the data, which I, I'm sure maybe people in the back end can tell the benefits of it. But well, and I guess that's all. That's the other thing to me. Like the more viewership can mean more ad revenue, can mean more sponsorship, can mean more opportunities, more majors, more land stuff. That's true. That's true. It's just but a weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how those numbers are incorporated, though. Right? That's the yeah. question. Like, okay, say Shroud does a watch party. Skump does a watch party. Do, do the, does that count? It Or does it not? If it does, do they have to get CDL sponsors on their stream? So can they not show their sponsors? I don't know. This is what I mean. It's a it's a huge gray area, I think, in, in esports right now. Um, because you obviously want whoever and whomever can watch these things. But I just don't know how that works when the CDL marketing team and analytics team is presenting this in sales to the sponsorships for money. I have no clue. We got to remember this is like a relatively new industry when it comes to esports, but then also the streaming side of it. And a lot of the watch parties like relatively new. I'm sure 10 years from now, some analytical company is going to come out with data that says like it had this impact or it did nothing. I I'm sure there will know eventually, but it's so hard to tell right now. I Cause part of me, part of me thinks like the more eyes, the better. Well, of course. Like, no, no, no. That's, like, that's the biggest thing. 100%. Saying, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I care. I, 
Well, it, so, not all, again, it, in what can the league do with those eyes? Like that's the like. There's a reason. Yeah, major, yeah, yeah. There's I a reason that. major sports don't allow sharing and uh, legal streams and this and that because that's just they they don't make their revenue. And yeah, I, I'm not saying like they, they shouldn't make more money. I guess what I'm saying is to me, if there's more numbers, that means there could be more for our players in our league. That's what I care about. So I'm curious to see how that impacts things. But it's a it's a good question. So thank you guys for answering uh, or asking those. Yeah. Uh, we post it all the time. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, for us could be awesome. Like, cause we're not cast online. Like if we could do watch parties and hang out and be our idiot selves. Yeah. In a perfect world. We literally <laughs> just like stream some wars and then we can hang out and bullshit during the matches. Cause I, I'd rather like, that's why I've enjoyed yeah. casting Warzone so much is because it sometimes it comes like a podcast and I can like hang out. Whereas I don't need to be in like play by play, like hardcore mode all the time. Like the CDL, like it's kind of just nice to chill. Well, the, chat I think the only stuff. thing that's probably comparable right now is the Peyton and Eli thing. That's probably the most comparable thing to a watch party, but that's still an ESPN product. That's what yeah. I mean. That's still an ESPN product. Yeah. So they ha that's how they find that. That's, how, I, I, that's I think, how I'd rather cast online matches. I think it's cash. great for right now. I just wouldn't surprise me in the next couple of years if that sort of stuff changes because how do these esport companies, how do they say that's our numbers? I don't I know. Th no, I, th I think eventually, like I'm saying, it is going to be like, what is like the, the, the data analytics company you have? Is it Nielsen or what was the one for like mm -hmm. TV? Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. There, there's going to be something like that, that that breaks this all down and it's either going to go away or it's going to evolve. Because someone's going to eventually be like, this is horseshit or this is beneficial. There's going to be some sort of like. But that, it's going to get crazy because then it's like, all right, now this, this league wants you to show their sponsors. Then you say no, or then they have to pay you to, to, because you have to get rid of your sponsors, even though this brings you so much viewership. Then it's like, then it's like this. What if you don't allow a co-stream for, you know, say someone who's been watching for multiple years and it's like their fan base just revolts. Like then what do you do? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? This it could be crazy. There's there's so much shit like this just with like this new like like I don't even know if it is exactly comparable, but it is in a way. Like I, I when when monetization came out on Twitter, I found it mind blowing someone could take a Nintendo trailer for their game and tweet it from their own account and monetize it. Like that, that's that no, that should not be not be a thing. That definitely some someday the axe is coming out on that because that's no. But yeah. like that, that's been a thing. Like there's a lot of stuff like that's new with monetization and streaming and video that I think everyone's just sort of like, huh? Well, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll find see. out. Uh <laughs> a lot of great talking points today. Uh it was great to get back into the swing of things. Um the toronto ultra mercury maven podcast we'll be back after major one uh a plan is to bring on an ultra player to get sort of uh their thoughts how the major went how preparation went kind of their background with what we've doing the last couple of episodes yeah i think we're gonna get start to get deeper into like cdl type stuff uh this yep. this one was just there was a lot of hot stuff we haven't we haven't had we you know as much as i am a cdl commentator i i, I sort of a pod player and commentator you know i just work mm -hmm. on a podcast at god mobile warzone like we work on all of it so yeah just felt like we kind of wanted to highlight um everything and talk about it a little bit but as as we get moving forward obviously some more focus on the cdl but i'm excited it's getting started earlier and i just real quick to close i i'm kind of excited to see what viewership is like to kick off the league compared to years past like i, I guess i kind of want to know like is moving it up a couple months gonna matter
But I yeah, also don't. I'm not sure where it's streaming is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> but yeah, Yo, just, I, love, I, I, I think it. I saw like Marksman's tweet like about I, it was like an MP streaming, just like the category on Twitch of just the multiplayer itself. Like, and obviously everyone's on Warzone slash DMZ without like a ranked system. And yeah, I mean, I think no matter what with matches, that is the beat of the CDL. Um, it, it showcases multiplayer because nothing else really does. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it to get started and just start really diving into it. I mean, I just feel so overwhelmed lately with just you've, you've had to uh, all this launch stuff and had a child. I feel like I can barely handle God of War coming out alongside Warzone, alongside trying to like learn the CDL stuff. Like I feel overwhelmed. I don't even know where you're at. Um, it's probably been uh, a little nerd already. I, I've watched so many scrims because I wake up early, like three in the morning, and hang out with him, feed him, and then I just watch scrims. I'm I'm locked, baby. No, you've been sending them to me, and I'll sit. I'll be outside with Copper and throw them on, or I'll be in bed yeah. playing Diablo, just throw them on in the background, just watching. So it's I'm been, locked. I'm getting back into it. But I think that'll that'll do it, and we've got another episode coming, and then hopefully uh, more throughout the year. We'll give you more details uh, one, you know, once we know more, but we've really had a lot of fun doing this with Ultra, and can't wait to do another one after the first major. But for Joe and I, that will do it. Everyone have a, a marvelous, sexy, and just beautiful evening. Eat some tacos. Yeah, why not? Bye. I like tacos.